Hey everybody, it's Mike Siegel and welcome to 2013 and new episodes of the Travel Tales podcast. I uh, missed you guys. I am back in LA and uh, back on my feet, thank goodness, because earlier this week I was taken out by the flu. Wow. Apparently this has uh, been going around the entire country and it came to me and I was laid out for a couple days, but it's good to be back. Good to be recording again. And uh, it's good to be back in the country because I was in Panama for a couple weeks. I know I talked about it before the holidays, and I'll talk about that a little more a little later. But first, let's get down to the business. And the business is, of course, our webpage is TravelTalesPodcast.com. There you can click on the iTunes link where you can subscribe for free. And while you're on iTunes, hey, why not give us a nice rating, maybe say a few nice things, and the more good ratings we get the more our presence gets boosted and the more people can find the show easier. And that's always a good thing. And it costs you nothing, which is all I've ever charged for this program. So uh, yeah, why don't you do that over on iTunes? And also, if you want to write me, it's Mike at TravelTalesPodcast.com. And you can go to our Twitter account. You can follow us on Twitter at TravelTalesPod. And speaking of the website and the worldwide intraweb, uh, we are going to be doing some new things with the with the show, and specifically with the website. So it's uh, in the planning stages right now, but it's very exciting, and I will talk more about that in the coming weeks. And we're going to have a big launch, and it's going to be pretty cool. So stay tuned for that. Now, Panama was there for two weeks. Enjoyed it. I'll condense it all in saying that uh, it's great for outdoorsy things. Like uh, I went scuba diving twice in uh, Bocas del Toro on the Caribbean side and also near the uh, island of Coiba down on the Caribbean side. As for diving, uh, surprisingly, the Pacific at Coiba was better than the Caribbean side. Uh, the visibility was better at Coiba and uh, saw a lot more fish. Saw a whale shark, which was fantastic. But the diving in Bocas del Toro, cheap. 60 bucks for a two-tank dive, which is, uh, which is very cheap. Uh, Panama as a country, pretty safe. No problems. The police were very friendly. Even gave us an escort a couple times when we got lost. They figured out through uh, our broken Spanish that it was easier to, for us to follow them than try to give us directions. So that was cool. The only downside, once we went through a checkpoint... And uh, some cop uh, tried to ask us for a bribe in our rental car, and we uh, played dumb and ended up giving him a quarter. (laughs) And he gave up and let us go by. But uh, that was disappointing because everywhere else, uh, the cops were great to us. And what else? Panama City, much better than the capital of Costa Rica, which uh, San Jose I found to be worthless for the most part, Uh, but Panama City is bustling, construction everywhere, things are happening, and you get that sense while you're there, and uh, when the construction ever gets finished, if it gets finished, it'll be a pretty pretty cool place to spend a few days. You don't need to spend more than three or four days there, but uh, had a good time, and if you're into vice, gambling, prostitution, all legal there, so I gambled, did not indulge in the prostitution, but hey, I don't judge. Beer was good and cheap. Never paid more than a buck fifty for it. As for the food, 
the ceviche, seafood, marinated in lime juice. Very good. Second only to the ceviche I had in Peru, which is saying a lot because the ceviche in Peru is classic. All in all, easy to get to. Six and a half hours direct from L.A., five and a half from New York. Eastern time zone, not a lot of jet lag problems. And definitely, did I see the canal? Of course. Yes, I saw the canal. And the canal is worth seeing and reading about. I learned a lot about it. Fascinating. So uh, that's my Panama update. Check it out if you get a good deal on flights. There seems to be a lot of good deals there. There's big resorts. There's small out-of-the-way places. Uh, One word of warning If you are going to rent a car, which you do not need to do in Panama City, but a car is nice to explore the country, and it's very doable by road. You want a four-wheel drive, too, because some of the roads are bad. But if you get a car, be forewarned. They will hit you with a mandatory liability insurance, and that runs about 25 bucks a day, which turned our $315 deal that we thought we had online for 11 days into over $700, which is a big difference. And uh, we said, what the hell? But uh, if that's not in your budget, be very, very forewarned. Read the fine print. That's all I'm saying. Other than that, Panama's great. Well, that's my quick wrap-up of Panama. If you want to read a little more about my trip to Panama, you can go to the Johnny Jet website, where I wrote a little article, 14 Reasons to Visit Panama, And uh, it was very fun to do, and hopefully there's a little more of that travel writing in my future. And speaking of Johnny Jet, we're going to talk to some ladies right now that I met through the Johnny Jet website. Lindsay and Lainey, they call themselves the Voyage Vixens, and they have a website uh, that features them traveling all around the world. And I found them charming to talk to. Please enjoy the Voyage Vixens. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with the Voyage Vixens, Lindsay and Lainey. All right, I yeah, got that perfect. right. You got it. See, it's L-A-N-E-E, yes. which I'm sure everybody screws that up. Of course, of course. You get Lene a lot? Lene, Lanny, but if you just think Lainey Zany or Rainy, <laughs> it, it all works. And so. it works because you are kind of zany. Yeah. You are. It's perfect. I've gotten that vibe in the five minutes I've known you. <laughs> zany Lainey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you had the website and what was the uh, impetus for it? What was the uh, mission? We uh, we created the website. It's all been very organically uh, developed, but we created the website this year. We launched in July. Um, and you got a lot started, of stuff on there just for being you know, like six months old. Yeah, we kind of just said like, let's just start and we'll figure it out as we go. And uh, we'll evolve and that's kind of how it's how it's been um we actually met uh almost two years ago on a press trip uh in canada in alberta canada and uh instantly connected because a lot of the you know no offense to travel writers but a lot of travel writers tend to be kind of strange (laughs) uh and the first night um you know, everybody had gone to bed and, you know, we're like, it's Calgary. Like, let's go out. And so <laughs> let's rope some cattle. Something. Yeah, that's right. There's a rodeo somewhere here. <laughs> yeah. So Lainey was like, are, are you going to bed, too? And uh, and I said, no, no, let's let's go do something. And then that night we, we just clicked and we're like, let's travel together more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you guys were writing for separate 
places? Yes. We we still maintain very different outlets, very different focuses. So I focus on cocktails. Mm, Zany lady with her booze. Kind of of a tippling (laughs) tippling traveler here. What are they drinking up in Calgary? (laughs) Other than beer, obviously. Other than beer. Ice wine was great. Ice Ice wine. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I had some of that in Germany. Okay. And yeah, it's like it's very uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, sweet. And in Michigan, Traverse City, Michigan. Wow. Big wine area. Okay. I did a wine pilot there that uh, still available if anybody's uh, buying travel shows. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys tried to pitch a travel show yet to the networks? Uh, we're in the process. Yeah, yeah. We are in the process. Mm-hmm. So, and you know how that goes. It's oh, very I do. Long, uh, oh, I do. Patience giving yes. process. Yes, it was a lot of. Um, we love the idea. It's great. Uh, if you want to go out and shoot it yourself and get sponsors, awesome. We might even play it. It's <laughs> hey. like really. So, what do you do in this whole? <laughs> yeah. What do I need you for if I'm going to go? Yeah. So exactly. that's exactly. Yeah. That's that's a tough thing. But that is our next evolution. So we've got the website, we've got the it Twitter, looks great. the Facebook, yeah. And so you have a you have a bunch of videos on there. You have stories on your website, and the mm-hmm. website's really looks great. I don't know who built it for you, but it really looks nice. Thank you. Actually, we're not that happy with it. Um, really, I thought it looked no. great. I'm happy with it, but <laughs> yeah, we well, Lindsay doesn't like it for technical social media reasons. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's it's well. Anyway, we're we're hoping that in the next uh, month we'll be launching a new website. Ooh, uh, yes. Just a little, just a little makeover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to make it a little bit more user friendly and mobile friendly. So in the in this short time, so it's only been six seven months. There was trips there to, I saw Turkey, there was mm-hmm. uh, Africa, mm-hmm. yes. there was, uh, where else? There was Moab, Moab Idaho, Coeur yeah. d'Alene, uh, Bellingham, That's Washington. A lot. Yeah, since we, I mean, um, we've traveled about La Paz. At, least, at least once a month since we met, mm-hmm. um, sometimes two or three times a month. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been kind of a crazy. 2012 was a crazy travel year. It has, and to uh, I think both of us we agree that the Voyage Vixens niche is women who like to get dirty and get crazy and jump out of planes <laughs> and get all you know fine, like fearless, but also like their luxury, like a little spa treatment, like you know. A so you guys aren't roughing it. Lush. You're not like camping in the uh, on the desert. Or no, something. we're not your t- typical like would. granola girl. <laughs> I actually like that. Yeah, but but you like the combo, and I that's do. that's our niche. We're not the granola girls that are like hardcore hanging off of our rock, and we're not the like shopaholics that are like, oh no, dart. Oh hell no! So we're a little bit of both, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of our niche. And I feel like there's tons of other women and men. Yeah, that are we like, found we that like we it were all. connecting with with uh, with travelers and with women in particular who wanted a little bit of the rough and tumble, but who wanted their nice luxuries as well. So right, they still like a mattress. Yeah, to sleep and there really on. wasn't <laughs> any <laughs> the right. Yeah, soap. Yeah, so there really wasn't anything like that. If you like want that, that. hot water, <laughs> right. whatever. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> there really wasn't anything like that out there. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of catered to both. It was either like high-end luxury or, you know, the, the hardcore adventure. Hardcore adventure. Mm-hmm. So to play the uh, audience member who's probably thinking this right now, they're just, just probably sitting at home listening to all these great travel stories you guys got. In six months, you've been a lot of places. But I'm sure they're thinking, well, how uh, do you have sponsors paying for this? Or are they bringing you there? Or is this, just, is this all out of your own pocket? Or You don't no. have to get too detailed, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Um, we definitely, I mean, we were both travelers to begin with. So we, you know, over the years have developed, um, 
think, skills and techniques to make travel affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly so we work with PR firms. We work with um, tourism econ- boards mm-hmm. of different cities, states, countries. And in the case of Istanbul, we work directly with Turkish Airlines. Um, so, you know, we, we it takes a lot of legwork and a lot of time just to plan it and get. I mean, I suppose you can call it a sponsorship, but um, sometimes it's media rates. Um, you know, and, and I think that it's a tough, it's a tough business right now because tourism boards don't have that much, you know, I mean, the airlines, it's tough, but then what you get in exchange for the social media and the YouTube videos and the website promotion and the editorial. And for us, I mean, we do stuff for Voyage Vixens, which is great, but then we also have several outlets print and online that we work with as well. So, you know, we might go to one destination and then that one destination will end up having six stories and a YouTube video and a ton of social media and, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, and it's exciting on the social media aspect to connect with our audiences because we've both seen in different scenarios, different destinations where we've actually in the moment because of our tweeting, because of our Facebooking, because of pictures, we've actually changed people's destinations or, or, or travel plans. Like in the moment, they were like, oh, I was planning on going to Costa Rica, but because of all your Puerto Rico photos, I'm sorry, I'm canceling that trip and going to Puerto Rico. And same with Lindsay. Yeah, I had a couple. It was really cool. We were in Africa and I was tweeting about it. And there was a couple that was on their honeymoon that was just traveling around and was looking for a recommendation of where to go next. And so they tweeted me and they're like, you know, did you like that place? What did you think? And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> where was that? The Ngorongoro Crater. It was Anne Beyond's Lodge in it, the unbelievable yeah like, probably the nicest place i've ever seen for sure that was on my six sexy stays of 2012 yes. for sure that's what <laughs> I, yeah, just... I, I saw the photos from there that looked amazing oh, see i haven't done dream. that that's the part of, i've only been to south africa so mm-hmm. i want to get farther up into like kenya and tanzania yeah. and, um, did you get to rwanda no, no. Oh, we were just in Kenya and Tanzania. But we're going to Namibia. Namibia. And Namibia. Namibia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm known for butchering See, ladies, names. <laughs> pronouncing the country. I know. I need a lesson. air of credibility. <laughs> hey, I, I'm zealous. All the time. I, I am. You should see our videos. I'm like, Istanbul and <laughs> Spokane. Spokane. No. Spokane. 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 Oh, yeah. Spokane. Oh, they will, they will correct the shit out of oh, you. Oh, I know. You, you say it's, Spokane. Yeah, and I feel bad. Like, it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean I disrespect the place. I love, love with zeal the place. But Do you love Spokane? Yes. Actually, I do. It's so fun. Oh, I, no, you didn't like I, it. I went there twice for, we were shooting for this show for HGTV. And uh, it just seemed depressing. Okay, to me. wait. No. But did you there was shoot? A, there was a lot of the, um, there's a lot of meth labs cooking out there. Okay, yeah, but well, that's everywhere. <laughs> Isn't that, like, okay, everyone's high. Awesome. But, but, but just, did you shoot pumpkins? Did you do chunk and pumpkin? Pumpkin, chunkin. What else? <laughs> like shoot the physically? Yeah, you shoot like them the with rifles. Out of pull, cannons. No, with huge cannons. cannons. Huge. See, so, you know, maybe I I didn't miss that. <laughs> Apparently, I missed do... the uh, cultural part of uh, Spokane. Yes, yeah. you did. You Firing did. You the pumpkins farm. out of a cannon. Yeah, yeah when you, you go to Spokane, you have to go out to the Green Bluff Farms area. And the farmers are amazing. They also make wine. Huckleberry. Huckleberry oh, yeah. wine. Everybody yeah. gave me like huckleberry preserves. At yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, that's the shit. And I had but, it in my fridge for like two years. Oh, you didn't drink it? Well, it was like jelly. It was like I didn't a, it like was it like either, jam. Actually. Really? I, mean, I wasn't a big fan of the huckleberry wine, but it. It, was, it was interesting. But pumpkin chunkin, if you're ever there in the fall, you've got to go pumpkin chunkin. Okay. And you, ca- you can't say pumpkin. It's got to be pumpkin. 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 Yeah, with an N. Yeah, pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot, you know, the whole point, you put the pumpkin into the uh, cannon and then they shoot it out to a target in the middle of a field. 
And whoever's pumpkin goes the farthest wins the pumpkin chunkin competition. It's a huge deal. People like there's festivals. It was on. Uh, sure. This really like, doesn't sound like ESPN. a sober activity. ESPN, I think, did a, a huge thing on the pumpkin chunkin like festival or contest or competition last year. How far do they launch them? Like, well, how far does like, this go? Oh, is it like three football I mean, across fields? the farm, like three football fields, five football yeah, fields. Like, Don't, you can't yeah, even see it. Me. Oh my god! Yeah, is this Crazy. like a catapult or like a gun? Yeah, huge. So okay. you, yeah, it's a huge cannon. So it's great. <laughs> Fantastic. It's great fun. <laughs> yeah. Shooting. You know, I take in. back everything I said about Spokane. Yeah, I, was I, say, I, I obviously yeah. didn't uh, see the finer culture of it. But no, so, yeah. so you, uh, you're, Lindsay, you're originally from Los Angeles. I am. And Lainey, you're from New Mexico. New Mexico. That's right. So I claim that I'm still normal, though, because I left Los Angeles for 10 years. <laughs> Two. So. I went to, uh, I got my first news job in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. Uh, right out of college. And then uh, after that, I was in, um, I actually lived in Calgary and Edmonton for a little bit. Oh. Long story. Uh, and Long then, story. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then. What was his name? <laughs> How did you uh-huh. know? <laughs> Whenever they say long story, they don't want to get it. To, how else would you end up in Calgary? Exactly. Unless you took like some small town. Although um, I love Calgary. Edmonton, not so much. But Calgary, I loved. I've never been. I really you want to see go. Banff. Yes. Banff. It's supposed to be beautiful. Amazing. Stay in the Princess Castle in Fairmont. Is yeah. that that? Well, there's a giant hotel, that's right? That's what I mean. That's the, that's, that's, Fairmont. that's the princess? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't it look like? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and it then does, after yeah. that, I went to Boston to get my master's. Oh, okay. And then after that, I moved to Austin, Texas. Fun. Which I loved. Fun. And then I ended up back in LA mm-hmm. by accident. Accident? Yeah. And we're hoping to keep her here before she runs <laughs> off to her ranch in Montana. Yeah, that's my dream. Are you planning it? Do you already have a, do you have the land picked out? You know, where one you day, go? one day. It'll either be Montana or Colorado, but I belong in the mountains on a ranch for sure. You're not a city person? I'm not. I grew yeah. up here and, uh, you know, and I, I love cities, but just for a certain amount of time. But I love being out in the country and the quiet and... Every time I think I can do that, I was like, wow, but there's going to be those nights I'm going, oh, I really want Thai food. Where can I go? Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I'm not in a driving distance to the, you know, ooh, food. You yeah. learn how to make it. I really? can cook Thai food. Absolutely. Yeah, can I you do yeah. sushi? I can, I'm learning. Okay. I'm not so good at the rolling process, but I'm good at the chopping <laughs> process. Well, we're going to go to your ranch in Montana to have some sushi. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to ask you about, uh, there was a... Uh, a story you had mentioned about getting kidnapped uh, yeah, in Puerto it, Rico? It, well, it's happened a couple times. <laughs> a couple times? <laughs> yeah, we, we end up getting ho- the being The first hostage. time, maybe. I could, uh, twice? You got it? What yeah. happened? Well, so the first time we got locked into a nun's convent by accident. <laughs> We were we joke we're like we were kidnapped by nuns in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So but, were you staying in the convent? Like no, we were staying next door to the convent. Okay. Um, at a beautiful property called the Gallery Inn that's owned by two artists. It's like an old converted mansion. Beautiful, beautiful space. Um, and uh, we had parked our we had had a rental car and we parked our car next door in the nuns' convent. Um, not realizing, of course, that we weren't supposed to park there, mm. and the gates were locked. So we literally were stuck. We could not get out. Could they weren't just out. locked. The gate was broken. And so I'm beating at the convent and this lovely, you know, 70-year-old nun comes and she's barely speaking any English. I'm barely speaking any Spanish. I'm like, gate broken. Open, open. And she's like, sorry, sorry. Lo siento, lo siento. Oh. Mechanic, no, no, no oi. No. I'm like, what? No today? What? Yeah. So sorry. these nuns can never get out themselves? 
Well, no, it just it was ran. It was open. Obviously, it was open when we came in. Uh, but when we came out, to it was locked. It was it was broken and shut. Yeah. So, so you died. You decided to stay, study some scripture, <laughs> right? Maybe Actually, convert. Take yeah, take the oath. Yeah, sure, we did. Yeah, for a moment. <laughs> well, when did you get out? Uh, eventually, there was some saint who came and. Uh, got the gate uh, unlocked and <laughs> he basically pushed. unbolted it like he took it off its hinges and well, that's he's a saint. how we he, got he, out he, you know, he, he did do miracles, miracles yeah, right. he just exactly. waved and his hand over it what did he say it. about the nuns something like Remember? Oh gosh, there was a great. It was quote. a great quote, remember. something like, "Oh, the nuns are from Satan" or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I forget oh. what he said. Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, those nuns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're naughty." Yeah. So. It, was, it was an interesting, and, and then it happened to be my birthday. Yeah, Aww. so this can't be the no. But it was oh, a great and then birthday. it just continued from there because when we finally got the car out, Lainey loves art. Um, I like art. I actually studied art history in college. That was my major, but. Um, uh, I think because I studied art history and I had been to so many museums um, and you're tapped out. You're I, finished. I was. I was kind of like, OK, I got it. I got it. Hey, look, another picture of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> hey, look, another one. <laughs> but she she loves it. And so um, she you know, that's sort of another little specialty that she has is, is finding amazing art and wherever we're going. And so um, in Puerto Rico, they're Puerto Rico. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. There was um, there's a little neighborhood called Kentrose. <laughs> okay, now no, she no, butchered no, one. No, no you're uh, butchering no, it. Now, yeah, it? we're one for one. Santerse. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and it's in a very, uh, how do you want to say it? It's basically a ghetto. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we, we go to those, too, because you learn a lot about the people and learn about the culture. And, and that's where some of the best local art can be found. Yes, yeah. oh, sure. you know, yeah, yeah. like the poor neighborhoods where artists can't really, you know, they can actually afford. And so they're creating great stuff. So we find our way to get there, um, parked the car somewhere, not anywhere near the galleries where we were going. And then we got lost. And uh, we're walking down the street and trying to figure out how to get into this one museum or gallery. And uh, and so we stopped at this. There was a lady on the street, this elderly lady who was by, you know, talking to somebody in a car. And uh, she she looks at us and, you know, like, what are you doing? Two females like walking around in this neighborhood. And <laughs> so we went up to her and we showed her like the map and where we were trying to go. And we're like, do you know how to get here? And so she's she's like, Are you walking? And we're like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you got a gun? <laughs> like, Lindsay looked at me like, oh, my God, oh my where God, did you where take are me? We? <laughs> yeah. But we made it out alive and celebrated my birthday. It was great. Yeah. Well, that's the other question. As, uh, as two women, have you ever had any kind of, like, scary incidences of, like, uh, we shouldn't be here as women? Like, you know, because, you know, a lot of cultures aren't really cool on women being that independent and going around and yeah boozing it up with you know laney's any right yeah. <laughs> exactly i think you just have to be careful and you have to be smart about it i mean you, you know in mexico you don't wear jewelry and you know one of the mm. things that we do sometimes when we travel like is wear a ring on a wedding ring oh right and okay. um j- just because we found that when you wear a ring um somehow you just don't get the same kind of uh attention mm-hmm. and you also get a, a, a 
amount of respect where people were like, oh, okay, she's married. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're not hookers. Alone. And you don't right. dress provocatively. <laughs> That's not why they're, they're not walking hookers. around yes. by themselves. <laughs> you keep yourself covered. You don't right. dress provocatively, you know, and you just try to blend in and respect the culture as much as possible. Absolutely. That's the thing. Like these CNN reporters that are going to the Middle East, I'm like, cover your yeah. head. So, you haven't like, been to any, understand. have you been to like uh, Muslim countries and stuff? I like have. That? Yeah. I mean, I've been to Dubai and I've had some. Some issues there, but uh, some issues. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, I was on a beach and I was pretty. I you had a swimsuit cover and I was going to the bathroom, but the bathroom was near the the main road, and so a car is pulled up with like a bunch of men and they start shouting and like shaking their fists. Oh, their fists are outside of the car and they're like, oh, la, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> so I run around the back of the, the building and um, and go into hiding. So yeah, in some cultures, it's just better to stay out of. And sight. Dubai is one of the more liberal countries there in, in the Middle East. Yeah, Absolutely. really. For the most part, you can go uncovered. You can you know you don't have to worry about covering your head. But in certain aspects, it's just right. too much skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does it make you when you see stuff like that to appreciate? Being American, like, boy, we really lucked out being born in this country that we just, you know, your lives could have been completely different. It's true. Yeah. You know, it's like... Especially with the news. The freedoms you have and the freedom, you know, and we encourage women to do stuff. Absolutely. And you get around the world and realize, oh, wow, they don't expect them to do anything besides stay in the house. and Absolutely. Like the girl, the 14-year-old girl. I mean, when news like that happens in Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. she gets shot for blogging about what's you know what life is like and it's like yeah that for sure is forever forever grateful that we yeah. have those freedoms and it makes you it makes me sad sometimes or or inspires me in a, in a different way like when we were in um uh in Kenya, we went into the slums of Nairobi with a great organization that helps to bring education to the children in the slums. And, you know, I'd never seen anything like that. I'd been in the slums in Brazil and, you know, going into this one slum in Nairobi, I was, I was just like speechless. Um, they told us, I, this is like kind of the image that I give people is that they said, watch out for flying toilets. And I was like flying toilets. And I'm imagining like this big porcelain toilet, like flying through the sky. Um, But, you know, there's no running water. There's no sewage system. There is a river, but it is all like just raw sewage going through it. And um, flying toilets are how they sometimes dispose of their waste mm-hmm. in a plastic bag so in a pla- yeah and then like whip it out the window um but right. one of the teachers we met there um was had had already had left the slums had gotten a college education in london and then returned and lived there and taught these school children and i asked him i'm like so you know what else is out there it's not like the slums are your only like you know uh yeah, this is your only yeah, life, and you know no difference. Yeah, so he, he and he said, I, "I this is where this is my home. This is where I'm from, and I care about the kids, and so I can't leave, and I can't live somewhere else, and then come in here and teach them because I won't be respected or taken seriously." And like to me, that was like such love, uh, and I don't know. Those, one life is what is his organization. Yeah, one right? life, one life, Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. still haven't been to uh, India. I have not. Laney has. No, yeah. I've been. I've that been. was still the, the worst poverty I've ever seen. And I've seen some pretty bad, you know, like in slums in, in South Africa and uh, yeah. been to Cambodia and things like that. But India was still top them all. Yeah. India is definitely on my list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once I've talked up the poverty. 
boy. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm go. doing a great sales job <laughs> on it. But I mean, And I got really sick there, food poisoning. But other than that. But I think it's important. I mean, I, it's I fascinating. Try, I mean, you have to see it. Yeah, and I encourage people when you go to a place, like, don't don't just stay at the luxury resort and stay on your resort property. Go out and... Right. You could be anywhere. Get to know the you culture, get to know the people. Yeah. Right. And that is that is definitely one of the reasons that we promote travel like we do. I mean, we're literally travel evangelists because of that reason. It's so life-changing to get out of your circle and your life and see how the other uh, other you know, other people live. Um, and it makes you a better person, makes you more compassionate, makes you more empathetic. aware, empathetic. And also, it also motivates both of us to like, raise money for or raise attention, raise awareness for these mm-hmm. amazing nonprofits that we meet along the way. Was So you both came into travel writing separately. Mm-hmm. Did you come from families that traveled a lot? I mean, did you guys get around? No, no, not at all. Maybe that's why we were deprived as children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I traveled a little bit. The the um my family uh I had family in Toronto, so I was actually on my first plane when I was 6 months old uh visiting family in Canada, but um my first big international trip was uh to Estonia. Um That's an odd I know. first trip. I know it's a it's a it's a crazy family story, but the short end of it is that um, my mom found out uh, in the mid '80s that we had a whole other family, um, her father's first family in Estonia, and so we went to meet the family. And at the time, Estonia was still uh, yeah in the a Soviet Union. Country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we went in 1989. Um, oh, right before the wall came uh-huh, down. Yeah, so it was uh, that to me. Uh, was life changing mm-hmm. and inspired me. Um, to want to see the world. Um, I, I was old enough to remember it and appreciate it, but, you know, young enough. Five. Yeah, no. <laughs> see what I did there, no. fellas? I know, you're trying to figure <laughs> it out. you like that? No, no. Uh, yeah, so so that kind of opened it up for me. My mom traveled a lot, um, and she had a passion for it. She doesn't so much anymore, although I think she'd like to, but um, I was exposed to it that way um, via her telling stories and... Mm-hmm. And whatnot, but it wasn't really a big part. Of no, I actually left home right away at eighteen, and I became a missionary, and that was Whoa. my first. I know. Now back it up here. Let's, that let's, was my let's first, get into this. Well, that's why I always I always joke, and no offense to the Christians out there, but I always joke in, in that I, you know, I once was a missionary for Jesus and the gospel, and now I am a missionary for travel <laughs> <laughs> and booze <laughs> and booze. No, you took a one eighty there. So wait a minute. No, no, okay. Still spreading the good news. It's just <laughs> yes. different good news. There's wine in the sacrament. Yes. Uh, so no, if you were so eighteen, and this was part of. Uh, so your family was heavy duty. Yes, very Christian. evangelical Christian. Um, I didn't dance. I was a hardcore Baptist. So like no movies. No. Wow. I basically have no pop culture reference growing up. Like Lindsay. So will we could talk. A song. We could talk John Hughes movies forever. Right, and you're, like, oh, I was. Who? I yeah. was studying. I was. I was. I was in Sunday school. So I should have been. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So then I left right away. I knew. I always had this curiosity for the for the world. And um, where did they send you? Went to Russia. Wow. Yeah, and then worked in an orphanage in Portugal, and then went around um, Europe as well, doing different humanitarian type work. And uh, I'm always on the, the idea of missionaries. Always fascinated me in terms of like you're going to these places. Um, and I guess uh, with the idea of 
quote unquote saving them, yes. I guess, and, and bringing them the word. But uh, I was wondering if they want it. You know, did they ask for the word? Did they? Right. I know. know. That's that was hundred, hundreds of years history of this, and it opened up a lot of doors to the west, from the west to you know. Sure. These are pro- uh, in many cases the first white people a lot of these countries have ever seen. And they're kind of like, there's this idea of breaking them down in a way. Absolutely. Did you feel any of that or did you? Not until afterwards. I mean, once I came back and started studying and I just, I I came to the realization, you know, I met so many beautiful, wonderful people that weren't necessarily fit in the guidelines of what a Christian was. Mm -hmm. And it was, it, it floored me that I could see those people, you know, forever condemned because they didn't fit into the box of Christianity. And yeah. and yes, uh, throughout history, most Native peoples that were evangelized did, never asked for it. <laughs> yeah. Never asked for it. So, but I do, I do love the humanitarian angle still. And I feel like there is plenty yeah. of work to do in that, in that angle. Oh, absolutely. But did you, uh, so this is your first exposure to like many other different religions. Yes. Like, wow, there's Jews here. Wow. There's right. Muslims. Wow. Yeah, and, wow. and these Chinese people, there's like a billion of them, and none of them believe what I believe. <laughs> right. How is that possible? Yeah. yeah. How are all these Well, that, and that would cause you to question everything, it does. right? It's like, yeah. well, ch- well, shit, are they all wrong? Exactly. I mean, how is that possible that yeah. I am the only one that has the truth? <laughs> how is that possible? Yeah. So you come back after the missionary thing, and your parents were go, oh, no, she's she's changed. She's um, She's yeah. not one of us anymore. No, no, no. They loved it. They loved it. Absolutely. Oh, okay. They were so proud. They were so proud. I mean, to in any religion, Mormon, Catholic, whatever, you name it, a missionary is like the highest calling mm-hmm. that you can take. So they were extremely proud. But did they expect you to stay in New Mexico? And They did. They not did. Not to come and to this den of sin called Hollywood? Right. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. And uh, But it never, you know, since I was 18, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop mm-hmm. uh, traveling and mm-hmm. being on my own. And so. then you went all the way into uh, booze. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> heavy the duty. Way. Heavy duty. So much so you have to report on it. <laughs> exactly. Well, to me, again, it goes back to travel. The hey, I'm with you. I'm a, I, I love it. I'll, I'll take the national drink everywhere I go. Seriously. It's a big part of a culture. It is. And it, it's really, it's the quickest way to bond with someone mm-hmm. is you meet someone and you're like, hey, let's go prost. Let's go toast. Whatever your national yeah. drink Campai. is. Exactly. Prost. Mm-hmm. Skull. Prost. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I used to know that's one of the first words I learned in every language. And and that's that's the quickest way to make friends. It yeah, really yeah. is. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be alcoholic. It could be matcha tea. It could be, you know, mm-hmm. ceremony, Japanese tea ceremony. It could the be hookah. chai in India. Yeah. The hookah. Yeah. That's how that it was. That was how we bonded. Yeah. <laughs> that coffee in Turkey, I just could ugh, It was like Couldn't mud. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Yeah. I didn't like it that much either. Yeah, right? Oh, I liked it. It was a little heavy. Yeah. A little heavy for when me. When in Turkey. When Drink in Turkey. mud. Drink mud. <laughs> <laughs> the food I thought was great in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. the meze, the mezes. Food the... is a huge part of travel. Yeah. I mean, let's face it; it's yeah. one of my favorite things. Absolutely. Is there a country? Give me your your favorite countries for food and your least favorite that you've been to. Uh, favorite, I'd say. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with Italian food. Yeah, I know. I was yeah. going to say Italy. That's like yeah. a given. It's... I almost have to ask that question. Aside from Italy, where yeah, right, you... exactly. <laughs> Paris to me yeah. was, was yeah. amazing, but again, that's kind of a boring answer. Nothing. Um... Thailand. I got to throw Thailand in there. Thai, Thai, yeah. The food in Thailand. Is a, I eat like an no, really. No, it's on Come our on. list. I know. It's no. amazing. 
I eat like a fool every time I, I just hop off the plane. And just I love eating. the street food in India. And let me give you a hot tip. When you, uh, you know, when you, anyone, anyone that's going out to maybe a different kind of country where the food standards are not like mm-hmm. the U.S., hot tip, please pack grapefruit seed oil extract. Grapefruit seed oil Throw extract. Throw it in your water every day, a few drops. And I swear to you, you become, you have like this iron stomach that can eat street food, can eat salads, all these things you're not supposed to eat. Really? But there's so many great street foods out I there. I know. It's in good Mexico, stuff. Mexico, India, yeah, Thailand, everywhere, everywhere, so, all throughout Asia. Although she has trip. a steel stomach and never gets sick, I've I've gotten sick on two trips. But you weren't taking the grapefruit seed oil. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, uh, You're right. Uh, uh, and the one time maybe I did. Maybe listen to Zany Laney. I know. <laughs> I know. And the, no, the one time that I did take grapefruit seed oil and oregano oil, the entire time I didn't get sick. We're fine. Where did you get sick? Uh, I got sick in Israel. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And I got sick in Mexico recently. Well, Mexico, that's very common. Yeah. But the other one is, uh, yeah, uh, Egypt apparently takes everybody out, too. That's like a real common thing. You got yeah. sick in Israel? I did I fine did. in Israel. Did you get yeah. sick in India? Oh, yeah. Uh, and I have a really good stomach. And that was one. And I eat street food all over the world. But India, after about a week, took me out. And I was sick. Where is your than favorite ever. place to eat besides Italy? Well, Thailand, of course. Okay, but um, worst place. Worst, uh, recently I went to the Philippines and the food sucked. Really? It did suck. And you're, they're surrounded by this amazing food. It's like, well, there's Thailand and China and Korea and all this amazing food. How did you screw it up so badly? Huh, I blame yeah. Americans. To me, We the went worst, there and ruined their food. The worst food, uh, no disrespect to the Russians. Russians. I was going to say Russia, right? Russia. Yeah. It was like goulash and... It's heavy. Sl- it just was like... It just was not uh, anything I I like. So yeah. heavy and tasteless mm-hmm. to me. But maybe I need to be educated. You're not the only one who said that. So. Well, a lot of places, you know, they didn't have access to any of the spices or ingredients, so they do the yeah. best with what they got. But yeah, it's like, far. yeah. Now I know where my old Russian grandmother got, we're her, headed to, you know, got we're, her cooking skills. You know where borscht. we're headed? Mm. Um, right, exactly. I know. But I like borscht. Actually, that yeah. was one of the things mm. I did like. Borscht. Yeah. No. No, mm-hmm. thank you. It's good for you. It's a pretty color to you. <laughs> it's a pretty color. <laughs> but we're, you know, we're headed uh, next week to Berkeley, which is the gourmet ghetto capital of the world. The gourmet ghetto? Yeah. Started by Alice Waters. You know, oh, the... Uh, yeah, right, right. Right. So I'm very excited. Neither of us have been there. So we're going to explore the kind of gourmet... Um, do, well, are, any, are either of you uh, like that picky eater? Travers? Okay, good. Any vegans or? No. Nope. Yeah. Because no, some on. countries you can't even be. Like yeah. I was just in Central, anywhere in Central or South America, being a, uh, a vegetarian, you're, you're going to have a tough time. No. Yeah. It was rough. Forget Asia, that. easy. Because there's so many like, you know, Buddhists. And India too. India, Great really place easy. For you can get vegans. veggie options of everything. Mm-hmm. But boy, South America. You better mm-hmm. like meat. Yeah. yeah or you're going to be eating rice too. and beans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So would mm-hmm. you, um, where's the next trip? And, uh, oh, you, you said the next one is? Berkeley. Berkeley. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, overseas. Where's the next one? We're working on a trip to Tasmania. Wow. Yeah. That's so a much haul. adventure out there. Yeah. I think we heard, I, did you hear? That I, I just heard about all the fires there. I know. There. It's really bad. I heard right about now. them today. They're like being All the national devastated. parks were closed. There's huge fires. Um, oh, is it uh, drought? 
I don't know Global what warming. caused it, but yeah. 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 It's just heat wave, like 122 degrees is what they're experiencing. Yeah. Anyway. This planet that's is screwed. Yeah. But it that's seems like trying. it seems like they're it's better. Yesterday there was a, a Facebook status from Discover Tasmania that said like, We're open, please oh, still good. come, don't cancel your trips. <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah, but definitely there's some areas that have been really devastated. Have yeah. you been to uh mainland Australia? Never been. No, uh-uh. come on, really? I know. Come no, on. Well, you, on if you're list. going to Tasmania, you gotta you yeah. gotta go. Yeah. But you've been to New Zealand? No. Come on. I know. I know. Oh, we have so much on our Wait, list. So to what go. do you recommend? New What's your Zealand top? is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. What do your okay, so help us out with our, our Australia. What do you okay. recommend? What's your top five things to do in Australia? Well, I mean, I'm a scuba diver, so I mean if if you can get up north to uh Cairns and the barrier reef. That's amazing. For sure. I mean, you have to, if, I don't know if you're into is that. Is snorkeling okay? Or you is can it do not it there. I mean, but I mean, if you want the full effect, you know, I would recommend, yeah, definitely do that. Sydney's a great city. Melbourne is a really good city. Um, yeah, where else did I go? I just went up the coast. The only downside of Australia that I found, it, it's not that different culturally from here. I mean, this, the countries are about the same age. And it's a couple hundred years old. Anything older than that is was like Aborigine. It's just been wiped yeah. out. Um, Did you vi- visit any of the tribes? Or? No, I didn't go inland. It was the middle of summer, so it was like January, February, and everybody was saying, you know, it's like 120. I want to partake degrees in one there. Of those you don't want to go Maori tribes. Oh, that's oh, New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. but Maori, the, I was only in the yeah. south uh, South Island of New Zealand. But oh my God, it's physically one of the most beautiful places in the world yeah. I've ever seen. And there's some crazy adventuring, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Absorbing. Yeah, totally Queenstown is like absorbing. the hub. It's like where they, uh, you know, invented bungee jumping. Yeah. They, uh, Did you, you take... do the, like, ball in the huge ball roll down the oh, hill? Oh, no, I didn't absorbing? do that. No. I went hang gliding there nice. for, the, for the first time. But, um, yeah, you can do anything, anything. Uh, whitewater rafting, yeah. hiking. It's incredible. And it's, it's gorgeous. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't, there's hobbits there. You can see yeah. them. Really? <laughs> no. Big, yeah. I think they, yeah, they, they, they did out. leave the Hobbit Town. They did leave it there. You can you can oh, go I'm visit. I'm sure. It. I'm sure. Like the set is still. Yeah. You, you, you can go visit if you want. But that's what that's why I was asking about the adventure is that we always joke that if we don't have a helmet or a harness on, something's wrong. Well, if you like that stuff, then definitely go to New Zealand. Yeah. Because yeah. they they live for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they really yeah. do. Really. But um, is one of you like the um the map reader? And the uh, does the directions, and the other one is like good with money, or what? Are the, do you have? Have you divvied up your uh, job? Both yet? of those are pretty much my territory. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's kind of the logistic, like on top of details and things like that. Except for um, Lindsay, <laughs> except the for in Seattle thing. the other day, but <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a problem. What happened? Well. <laughs> Such a rookie move. I'm like embarrassed to even talk about it. I read the boarding pass wrong. I read the oh, and, first time on a plane, is it? Right. <laughs> I know. Time. It was first so time reading it, actually. And I just, I just, for some reason, I had it in my head. I don't remember the timing now, but I had it in my head that like we were leaving at like 5.55 or something. And, you know, that our, that was our connecting flight. And so we went shopping and we were like in the body shop making ourselves smell good. And we went and like, you know, went into the, the Seattle airport. I love the Seattle airport. Um, and we went and, you know, had some food yeah. and la, 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 la. And then we got to the gate thinking like, you know, leisurely that we had plenty of time. Because I hate to be at the gate early. I really, I, I, Me too. I don't like to just sit and wait mm-hmm. ever. Um, 
And uh, and we got there, and they're like, "We've been paging you. Where are you? Where have you been?" And uh, you know, there we saw our plane literally take like oh. leaving the gate, and we're like, <gasps> "That's the worst feeling." <gasps> we ever. had our faces like smashed up to the glass, waving to it. Goodbye, <laughs> plane. Yeah, we Come were. Back. Please, please, yeah. <laughs> we'll run. To so, you. when was the next plane? Did you, they put four you on the next plane? Four hours later. Oh, a lot yeah. of time for that body shop. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. start smelling good again. Unbelievable. But normally I don't do things like that. Normally but no, I yeah. Don't. Normally she's the one that I okay. So what time do we need to be there? Yeah. And where are we going? And what's our next stop? And um, yeah. And I'm more the on the fly component of voyage makes sense. In your defense, hey, I almost, over here. yeah, I almost did that once too. I missed a flight. Uh, I just barely made it because I was just sitting with my headphones on, and they they had, they were announcing a gate switch. And I'm just sitting there reading at the yeah. gate. Mid, almost missed the entire. I take them off. They're just like, I hear my name like five times. I'm like, what? what? Huh? what? And yeah. this last one coming back from uh, Panama, uh, we had asked about like um, upgrading or not upgrading, going standby on an earlier flight. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, let me see your ticket and passport. So I did, And she forgot to hand it back to me. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm usually like, you know, you, you always know at, every, at all times when you're passported. But we were rushing. And uh, yeah, they, and if I didn't hear them, they were calling my name. And uh, my passport would have been gone. Uh-oh. I'd still be in Panama right now. How was Panama? <laughs> Panama was good. Have you been to Costa Rica? Yes. It's very yeah. similar. Uh, it's not as, uh, the tourist infrastructure is not as built up, but it's uh, it's a little cheaper because of that. But you can do everything there. I mean, like surfing, Did scuba. you go through the canal? Yeah. Well, we didn't go through it, but I went there and you can okay. see the boats yeah. go through it. and It's fascinating. And I read a really good book on the Panama Canal. On the way down, called Panama Fever, which I had, I knew very little about it. Yeah, it's an amazing story of building it. I don't. I mean, it's an incredible feat. Hmm. Just thinking about it. What's but as an America, we also kind of like stole it. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, like a horrible right. thing we did. But right. but they get it back now. So hey, yeah. bygones, right? Good. Yeah, right. <laughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> but yeah, I went like uh, whitewater rafting twice, and I went I scuba diving a couple times. And then if you're into surfing, I mean, it's an amazing. It's really good for that. Mm, for sure. But again, it's like, you know, the food is nothing to speak. And know. what's on your wish list for 2013? Uh, I'd really love to get back to Africa. Like I said, I want to do Tanzania. I, re- I want to do Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things sure. I really want to do. And yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I want to, uh, yeah, what's what's left? Do you travel alone? I got alone? the pins on. <laughs> I got to check pins. my Do you go alone or do you go with people? Uh, very, this trip I went with people, but usually, usually solo. Yeah, because I learned years ago that uh, you, if you wait for someone to go with, you're never gonna. You're get never there. gonna get yeah. there. So mm-hmm. uh, I had to learn. Stand up actually taught me how to. It was a good way to like learn how to travel alone. Mm-hmm. And then the first trip I ever took solo was actually Australia. Okay. Which was a good starter because it's you know same language and yeah. it's like. I think it's harder for females to travel alone. Like I've traveled is. alone I mean, before, and you know, and and I enjoy traveling alone. But it's, it's, I think, as a female, it's, you feel more comfortable when you have somebody with you. And plus, it's hard to you. I mean, I could go into a bar and, and just sit by myself and, and not be hassled, and you can't really do that. Uh-uh. You know, so that's, yeah. yeah. And just but safety she, issues. So we have a good balance between the two of us because I, like, again, like, I'm sort of the more organized, like, efficient, like, this mm-hmm. is what we need to do. And Lainey is the one who brings in the uh, adventure in terms of, like, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> saying, well, let's just try it. Let's just hop over that fence and uh and i always partake because i love it um and it, it's nice to have somebody around who's like let's do it but then you know she trusts me that 
if we ever get ourselves into a situation, I'm going to get us out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the What was the biggest argument you guys had on the road? We've never had an argument. Wow. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, she was not happy. I mean, because, you know, we're trying to make these travel videos and we're trying to make it very real, not this glossy, hi, we're here and this is what you should do. (laughs) So we try to make a very kind of on the ground, real experience um, for these videos. So I was filming her actually at the Seattle airport. And she lost it. She was so not happy. She was, was like, turn that plane? camera off now. And I'm like, after the plane left? Wow. I never, no, yeah, yeah. Right after. She was so not happy. I was like, wow, whoa, that's a, that's a real reaction right Well, there. there's moments too that like, you know, she's holding the camera in my face and I'm like, I don't want to be on camera right now. Yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not happy. Lost it. So in Todos Santos, we were just in Todos Santos, Mexico. Uh, It's Baja, California, and um, we we found we were just driving down the road, and we found this little um, kind of enclave that um, it's called Art and Beer, and they serve um, amazing ceviche and um, incredible, like huge margaritas and pina coladas and whatever. And um, so we had stopped and got food and drinks, blah, blah, blah. And then it came time for the bill. And we didn't realize that it was a cash-only establishment. Mm. And we had like $40 American, which we thought is plenty. should be enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. And (laughs) uh, not only was she basically forced to finish her soup, the guy, the owner of the restaurant was like, no, you don't get to leave until you finish your soup. And then... um, Sopa, sopa, eat your sopa. (laughs) (laughs) Did he know you couldn't pay for it at this point? Uh, No. Okay, yeah. No, and so then... Give back sopa. Yeah. (laughs) I had to stay at the restaurant... Um, while she was on in search for an ATM. So the guy says, she's, she's like, where's the nearest ATM? He's like, oh, right down the road. So as soon as she leaves in the car, and I'm now stuck there waiting for her to come back, the guy says, um, he's like, oh, the ATM's always broken. There'll be no money. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> That's not funny, guy. That's not funny. And he's like, you know, this older guy with this big beard, and he's like, uh, he's just looking at me like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no. And I text Lainey. I'm like, just come back. Just, just come back. back. Uh, and it took her uh, an hour. Uh, more than an hour? No, about an hour. An hour. She, was she had to go hostage. to three different ATMs Yeah, she before she finally found money. Yeah. 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 So but, FYI, when you go, come with cash. Yeah. That's yeah. A, one of the things that I always, uh, we got to uh, an area called Bocas del Toro in Panama. And then some everybody was telling us, it's like, look, Nobody's taking credit cards there. And we're like, what? It's fine. We've been using them the whole country. You know, what's the big... And sure enough, you know, the hotel guy wanted cash. And we're like, oh, shit. One ATM on the whole island. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it worked. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. As Americans, we get a little... I have friends that never carry cash right. at all. And then you got to... Yeah. I always tell people, don't... When you land in the country, have, have some. Have some local currency on you. Because yeah, a lot sure. of these cabs don't take it, no. you know, everywhere. So, you got to be... Yeah. You got to yeah. be prepared on that. So if but I you, like I like I like having trips like that and having experiences like that where you do everything wrong because number one <laughs> it makes your stories better yeah and number two like then it's actually real you know like if you're on a press trip and there, there's nothing wrong with press trips but like then everything is planned and organized for you you have somebody to pick you up you have somebody yeah. to check you in you have all this stuff and it's not like the real authentic travel experiences that for me I live for yeah like you know? Istanbul was Istanbul was, yeah was our worst we made every mistake oh I saw that book. clip of you like oh. snapping on some dude yeah 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was, yeah. Yeah. I lost it. You probably lost it too. But yeah, we, we made every mistake in the book. Yeah. So got lost, took the wrong boat. Like, But it's good because even though you have like so much experience traveling, then you're like something bad, something wrong happens, something, and you have to figure it out. And to me that like, you know, that's what, that's one of the reasons that you travel <laughs> is like you learn so much about yourself and what you're made of and how to get yourself out of a sticky situation. And yeah. yeah. The highest ones on my list right now that I haven't seen other than like the rest of like Africa and that part is, uh, I still haven't been to Greece. Oh, Greece is beautiful. Uh, yeah. Greece and, uh, Egypt. I was gone, uh, last, well, uh, end of 2011. I was going to, uh, that's when I went to Israel and I was mm-hmm. going to do Egypt as well. But, uh, Egypt was still not, you know, <laughs> they're in a little, yeah. little revolution happening yeah, yeah. over there. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till this is settled down. I couldn't get a like a specific answer from anybody in Israel whether it was safe to go yet. And they're like, you know, for every person that went, oh, it's fine. Somebody else said, no way, don't even try. You know, yeah. so I was like, you know, until I can get, you know, I'll let it settle down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been there three thousand years. I figure I can. It, it'll it'll be wait there. another couple. Yeah, till <laughs> I get be there. there for you. you haven't been to Egypt? You mm-hmm. those? Yeah, I want to get there. But, mm. but the and, but the Greek islands was also another place that you know I didn't want to go solo. No, that's <laughs> a place. You got to bring a girl to that. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's so romantic. Like, I don't want to be hanging out on the island by myself. Uh-uh. Like, oh, this is. Yeah. Hmm. So you're single. Yeah. Okay. That's um, how long have you been single? Uh, for about forty years. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's a huge dry spell. Well, again, you know, that's tough. I mean, A, to, um, you know, uh, that's the other part. I mean, there's times I could have brought somebody, but knowing, you know, travel is really, really tough. And, you know, if and you can't reveals, travel with some, if you can't travel with somebody, I mean. you cannot be in a relationship. And I've known, uh-huh. and I've known in the past, is like, okay, after about three days, I will kill this person yeah. so I'm, i'll just go solo mm-hmm. now i think and, it's a test like i yeah. would like Great relationship have test. to yeah absolutely yeah take a trip with your guy or girl before yeah. you walk down that aisle mm-hmm. and take an extended one don't go to some like nice little resort where you don't get at oh yeah take, take it to some exotic it's gonna be rough you know because travel's not easy you know yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be lugging bags through crappy train stations in um you know, in, in India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a test of, mm-hmm. of anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I've, I've been pretty selective on who would I can go with. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's true of friendships, too. It I mean, is. We're lucky that we travel so well together. I think that's Yeah, there are guy friends I couldn't, uh, I would kill after right. yeah. two days and they would yeah. probably kill me. So, yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, I also, everybody says they want to go. You know, when I would say, oh, I'm going to uh, pick one, you know, Turkey next year. Oh man, I always wanted to go. I, I, I'll definitely go with you. Then it gets closer, and I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. it's happening." You know, yeah. in October we're gonna go. Yeah, I got this meeting, and it, uh, okay, yeah. So I don't want to bring anybody that I have to talk into it. Right. What you okay. want are the people who are always bugging me, like, oh, "Dude, we gotta go." Going? I got it. I always, uh, I'm checking flights. I'm doing. Those are the ones that you know. For if sure. you have to drag somebody to go, then they're going to be miserable. Well, speaking of making a trip in 2013 a reality, that's what we were just speaking of. It's like you must put it. This is the best tip in making it happen: is you put it on the calendar. Yeah, like it's a wedding, like it's a it's a real engagement. Yes, and you save and you, for it, and you. Say, you just I'm say, gonna go. I'm going. You tell work and say, I'm going to be gone going. this week. So, And I promise, like, the universe or whatever will open up and opportunities, you'll meet people, money will come. It happens. I mm-hmm. swear to you, it is magic. Yeah. 
This has been the self-help hour with uh, <laughs> Zany Laney. right. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Spreading the good news. Okay, well, now I'm going to get your recommendations as we wrap this up. We're going to get your uh, recommendations for best uh, party cities around the world Ooh. that you would recommend to people. I'd say Tel Aviv. Um, Tel Aviv is a huge party city. Yeah. Huge. Big, and Istanbul. Big. We loved the nightlife in Istanbul. Oh, yeah. Um, Did you go to that one area? It's like up in the hills. That there's all the bars and everybody was like hanging out on the sidewalk. Yeah, everything in Istanbul, all the nightlife is up on the roof. Yeah. It's crazy. Like yeah. you look up and you're like, oh, that looks good. Let's go up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I like Toronto, yeah. actually. Really? I Can you believe I've never been? Oh. You should. I right? know. I can't and believe yeah. it. I've been all around it and I've been to Montreal. I've been, I've been to PEI in Canada. Nobody's been there. Right. Yeah. A lot of Canadians yeah. haven't been there, but yet right. I've been there, but I haven't yeah, been to Toronto. Yeah. I haven't been to the biggest city. Toronto's great. We we hung off the CN Tower, literally. Um, you know the CN Tower, yeah. 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 Okay. So we uh, we they have Largest this building uh, attraction called Edgewalk. You literally are on the outside oh, of, of the pod in yeah. a harness and you hang out. And it's like 128 stories, something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Your mind. I, I I'm good with heights, good with rappelling, good with all that, and I experience serious vertigo up there. It's yeah. nuts. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Toronto. You're right. I, I, thought it was, yeah, I thought it was great, great nightlife scene. What's a national, uh, like a, a booze of a certain country, like their national drink that you would recommend to people all the time? Because like I go, I've been to Greece and I'm not a big fan of like grappa. I went to Peru and the Pisco Sour, I wasn't that big on. But then, you know, you'd go to like South America, like Chile and Argentina. The wine's incredible. Yeah. Are there certain drinks that you've gone with like, man, if I could get this back in LA, this would be awesome. I would, I, you know, there's some tequilas that are not available in the States even yeah. um, that I've had in Mexico that are just mind-blowing. Um, other other alcohols that are specific that you can't really get, that's a good, good question. I mean, but there's, um, do you have certain countries that are like you love more than others in terms of like cocktails? Oh, cocktail-wise, well, of course, New York City. Well, New York yeah. City has, yeah, some of the best, craziest right, cocktails. Right, right. Um, like when you go to Brazil, you got to get the caparina, and course. then you go to sure. You know, sure. margaritas in Mexico. Every, every country seems to have their one thing they make. Puerto Rico, love oh, the rum. rum. the rum. The rum is really incredible, and it's such a great history. I mean, they were basically Cuba and and Puerto yeah. Rico were basically the same, and so they have a lot of that heritage. I went to Havana where you couldn't get, they had all this rum that you couldn't get in America. I bet you. Yeah. It was good. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think, where else? Yeah, Um, I'm having trouble thinking of something that you can't get here. Um, (laughs) But I mean, wine, speaking of like a a strange wine um, area that we were recently at that I highly recommend going is Murphy's. Yeah, Murphy's, California. Right, not Murphy's Law, Murphy's, California. It's it's plural, Murphy's. Murphy's. Murphy's, California. California. And And it is the cutest, it's it's up um, near, it's like an hour and a half from Sacramento. Um, It's like the foothills of the Sierras. Yeah, it's called the Queen of the Sierras. Lovely. Yes, and it it, is. It's like Napa Valley of 30 years ago. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you're looking... So it's not of, overly crowded with tourists and no. everything else? and most of the wine tasting rooms are in that cute little um, main street of Murphy's. And so you don't have to drive. You basically stay in a hotel on the main street and then just walk. And there's no, you know, finding a designated driver. And, and it's really new, fresh 
kind of winemakers that are up and coming. So and if you're exciting. into the whole ghost thing, you can sleep with Mark Twain's ghost. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been meaning to do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I knew it was on I your just list. woke up this morning. What a boy. What, <laughs> yeah. what would make this day complete? Yeah, <laughs> Sleeping have, with Mark Twain's ghost. Exactly. <laughs> they have an old historic uh, hotel and it's haunted. The paranormal activity people were up there and they did like oh, all really? this stuff. They, they have ghost activity there. It is real. I was freaked out. Yeah, it I, is. I did you see sleep. anything, really? Did you? No, but they have. She a... insists that she heard okay. screaming. But I, did... I don't believe her. I, <laughs> I did a whole series her. on, like, you know, the show I did, one of the shows I did for HGTV, which is why we were in Spokane. It's all about old houses and old, you know, things. So everybody who lives in an old house says they have a ghost. Oh, yeah. And they were like, are we going to talk about the ghost? And we're like, well, we can't really shoot that. So, no. no. It's like everybody says yeah. they have one. Everyone. I totally believe it. Yeah, I for do. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I was Especially totally the recordings spooked. they got. Yeah, yeah. The totally spookiest spooked. places were like the old hospitals we would go into, yeah. and uh, those were creepy. Yeah. yeah, old hospitals are just weird. You feel it like all of a sudden, and like a lot like of the old equipment breeze. is there. And... You're like, what is that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Murphy's, California. Yeah, Murphy's, all right. California. That's great. And in there, talk about adventure. We went um, rappelling through an old mine shaft. Oh, wow. And you can go spelunking through the caves. It's very cool. Yeah, moaning. Moaning caverns. caverns. Do it. Moaning? Moaning. Moaning. Because the wind goes over the cavern and Mm -hmm. makes this. So you you spelunked. That's just fun to say. We spelunked. You spelunked. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have a, a met, when you tell people to get out there and travel, what is it that you say and what's the message that like Voyage Vixens wants to put out there? Well, we talk about eat, play, love, uh, as opposed to like eat, pray, love with Elizabeth Gilbert. We love (laughs) that book. Um, And it's really about getting out of your comfort zone and finding ways to um, get unstuck. Um, And that's really, I think, part of of our mission is, you know, we we meet so many people, whether it's male or female, who are just stuck in their lives. They're stuck at their desk in like nine to five, you know, miserable uh, situations. And it's like, you can do it. it. You don't have to have a ton of money. You don't have to have you know, this, uh, you know, uh, tons of miles or whatever, but you, you can find a way to travel on a budget and, um, and experience life and be present. That, that to me is what it's all about. And Mm -hmm. we, we happen to experience our destinations through those three things by eating because it's so much part of the, wherever you go and by playing, which is all of our adventure and crazy adrenaline (laughs) junky things. And then love, which to me is the people and the culture. Um, so I don't know. You want to, no, I think yeah. you. I think you said it beautifully. I think that's what Voyage mm-hmm. Vixens is all about. And Lady brings the pray part to it with her missionary work. <laughs> ah, that's with right. Her missionary work. Praying for the next uh, cocktail. To come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's uh, voyagevixens.com. Yes. And there they can click on. They can see all the videos. They can see the photos. They mm-hmm. can. Twitter, yeah. YouTube, Facebook. Twitter's Voyage Vixens and, at Voyage Vixens. And you have links to other sponsors and things like that. And like we, we do. Okay. You mean sponsors of I don't know. Oh, like, like hotels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. You can see where we've been in the last year and we have postcards with love from whatever destination. So you can Pinterest like a fool. <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> So that's great. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having me. I hope us. you had fun. Yeah. Thank you. Great. You came you all, all the way over the hill. I know. I know. <gasps> it's it crazy. An adventure. And now, well, it's not so bad. You're going to go get it to a Korean spa now, aren't yeah, you? We're gonna yeah, we're going to go get, get rubbed Slug down. Rubbed. Scrub silly. <laughs> a tiny little woman beating you senseless. <laughs> Naked. Mm-hmm, go on. All right. <laughs> that's the Voyage Vixens, everyone. Bye.